Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. This podcast is being heard around the globe and has charted this week in Bermuda, Fiji, Lithuania, Malaysia, Spain, and more. Be sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. During my last few podcasts, we discussed some bad habits that every prophet must break, specifically the bad habit of prophesying extra-biblical revelation and the bad habit of not taking care of your heart. When I say that prophets need to take care of their heart, I'm referring to their emotions and mental health. Prophets can forget that in the midst of their outstanding spiritual experiences, they also need a plan to be emotionally whole. Sadly, I've observed too many prophets falling off the ledge and not finishing well because their hearts had become sick with depression, anxiety, rage, manipulation, or an unhealthy need for power and control. All of these emotions, when they become uncontained, will impact the purity and quality of their prophetic ministry and put a tone over their prophetic words. Additionally, these toxic emotions can destroy their home life, shipwreck their relationships, shipwreck their faith and the faith of their followers, and so much more. And so heart healing, heart wholeness, and knowing how to heal from very deep wounds is imperative. If you're a prophet, actually if you're a human being, you can't ignore this or be ignorant to the condition of your own heart. If you ignore this, you will get derailed. Before I continue, I want to remind you to get my newest book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. It just released last month and has sold almost 11,000 copies already. That tells me there is a widespread need for this book. And The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook, well, it describes my personal journey of getting my memories back at age 47. And this is a condition known as traumatic dissociative amnesia. And then finding out I had a history of trauma and deep occultic abuse that I did not know I had. I went through a process of very deep inner healing and deliverance as well as professional Christian counseling for complex trauma. I am grateful that his word is true. John chapter 8 and verse 36, we read, Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen? As you read through the contents of this book, you're going to find hope and help to heal from all the damage of your past. You can recover from the worst of the worst. The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook is available in paper, hardcover, audio, and digital. It ships from the USA and Australia. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the shop tab. Now back to our topic, bad habits that every prophet must break. Prophets are leaders, and they are supernaturally called and anointed by Jesus Christ to lead, build up, and equip his church alongside his apostles, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. We read about this in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. They are not always knowledgeable as to how to grow in their leadership in a practical way. They can have an intense focus on their supernatural experiences, which is understandable, but not always the same focus on protocol, boundaries, and how to use sound language to communicate their experiences. For example, I've been asked many times by young prophets if they should give prophetic 
prophetic words of correction to their senior leader. In other words, they believe they are hearing or seeing God's rebuke in regards to something in the life or oversight of their senior leader and believe they've been charged by God to tell them so. My question then would be, how long have you been at your church and have you been invited by your senior leader to provide prophetic correction on that level? The answer is usually not long at their church or not given that level of permission. A prophet has to be a very trusted and mature resource to their church before they're given that level of access to their senior leader. The reality is that most young prophets are not even close to having that much permission or they don't understand that would take years of demonstrating honor and a pure heart towards their senior leaders before that conversation would ever happen. Giving a prophetic rebuke to your senior leader would then go back to the heart condition of that young prophet. Is he or she angry at their senior leader? Do they feel overlooked, not acknowledged, or set aside by their senior leader? Every young prophet goes through this because God is shaping their hearts to serve as unto the Lord and to get their validation from God as well. Also, the young prophet might have been taught some kind of rogue and irresponsible style of prophetic, and this does need to be corrected. If a prophet without longevity or permission believes they are hearing God's rebuke to their senior leader, then behind that rebuke is a charge to not speak it out, but to pray the situation through and all the way through. Prophets are leaders, but they're also intercessors. The second scenario, when a prophet gives a prophetic rebuke to the congregation, but in a way that circumvents the senior leader's authority, that too is also an issue. I would say to not do that because God is a God of order and he wouldn't have a prophet usurp the senior leader's authority, timing, and voice. I heard a story years ago about one prophetic minister in particular who requested of the senior leader to speak to the church's worship team. The senior leader presumed it would be an exhortive message, but then the prophetic minister ripped the worship team to shreds and right to their faces as if she had the authority and permission to do so, and it was terrible. Now, typically, I will hear the argument back that the young or immature prophet, they felt they were required by God to bring correction, but that's not true. They aren't required to say it when basic lines of authority and permission have not been established. That's presumption, and it's out of order. This doesn't follow God's protocol. Once again, it goes back to the heart of the matter and coming into the understanding that prophets are known for the secrets they keep more than the secrets they tell. Remember, prophets are leaders, but they are first and foremost intercessors. Personally, I've been in the know of many situations with leaders and supernaturally so, but I've never told anyone what I knew. I truly prayed it out until I felt the burden of the situation lift. We will never know the true impact on this side of heaven of that kind of intercession. But we don't do things on earth to feel powerful before the people either. That's God's job, to present us as either powerful or not, and in his name and for his glory. At the same time, we are partners with God, and these situations are a test of humility and then having the heart of God for his church. 
Again, this week's bad habit involves knowing and staying within your realm of authority. It's a good topic for everyone, but especially for prophets, because crossing those lines has become a bad habit, especially in the light of social media. Social media puts pressure on prophets to go outside of their lane. Prophets need to know their sphere of authority. They need to understand honor and the boundary lines, and they need to stay appropriately within those parameters as unto the Lord. My last instruction is for prophets who have a word of correction for the church universal. First of all, I notice it is always some kind of corrective word. Does the Lord not ever have a word of edification, comfort, and exhortation for his church, his bride on the earth? I can't think of a time where a social media prophet ever had anything along that line to say. I mean, maybe I missed this somewhere, but I've not seen it, and so I know the heart of this is wrong. Secondly, has this prophet ever pastored a church? If so, did they pastor it successfully? That's the practical side of me wanting to know if they have any real-time experience. Finally, is that prophetic word really for the entire church on the earth? Or was it inspired by the last church the prophet ministered at that made them angry for some reason? I say that because so many of these universal prophetic words, they don't apply to the church I co-pastor alongside my husband, nor do they apply to most of the churches that I'm in relationship with. Finally, did Jesus really put that prophet over every church on the earth in that manner? There are very few prophets that I would say have this level of authority. So then the prophetic word has a tone on it, a tone of pride, ego, and self-elevation. And it ends up lowering the credibility of the prophet instead of elevating them. It works against them in the end. So prophets need to stay within their God-given metron, the sphere of authority that Christ has given to them. And then remember to honor the boundary lines and work within their God-given realm of authority. When prophets step outside of that realm, they also are not under God's protection. They can end up with needless spiritual warfare as a result. And who needs extra spiritual warfare? warfare. I sure don't. And one way to shut the door on that is to stay within our realm of authority. Thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the gift tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.